Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to She Podcast. Thank you so much for visiting us. This is the weirdest opening I've ever done. This is episode 370. I'm your co-host Jessica Kupferman with me as always the endlessly possible Elsie Escobar. <laughs> Woo! I saw Elsie briefly at Podcast Movement last week. It was about one time in the hallway where she shooed me away and hey. there was a party. We hung out at a, we didn't even hang out at that party. I don't no, even know we where didn't. you were at I that was, party. Where, what, where we, was I? We sat together on the way to the party and on yes. the way home. And that yes, is the total. And I came to visit of, you. I think I visited you twice in your room. Totally on drugs. <sighs> she was on drugs, completely on I drugs. Her not, eyes were bright I was red. Not. She was slurring. She was spacey. People, Look at her face. She is totally all not. coked this up on something. So I think she was all coked up on steak. on steak. Didn't you have like a big steak? At I that, did not at that eat any steak. Where are you coming up? I did not eat a steak. Totally My family was with me the whole time. I came to visit right before I would go over to the room, to our room, and say goodnight to everybody. It was really all of that nice. Stuff. So. Those are the only times that I was able to. I came to the booth one time and you were not there. I wasn't there. there. <laughs> I had a lot of meetings last week. I had some really fun meetings. Good. And a very interesting lunch I want to tell you about, actually. Okay. Why don't we say, like, so we were at Podcast Movement in Dallas. Yes. There was all kinds of to do that happened in Dallas. In fact, there's so many statements online we're never going to get in through. Might as well have you do all of the work. Please go ahead and do that. There's going to be plenty of links in the show notes about the whole to do, including a statement from our very OCEO of She Podcast that wrote a lovely piece as well. All of that is going to be in the show notes and you can catch up on everybody's points of view. And yes. Some interesting points of view. All of the things. Um, about sponsorship and who we decide to take and who we don't and what things can happen as a result, whether or not those things are bad or good or ruining free speech, ruining America, all the things. Um, yes. And so that's online. <laughs> There's no need to talk about it because to be clear and honest with you, the to-do did not affect me at all. In fact, the only reason I knew about it is because when I did pass you in the hallway, you said somebody asked me a question with a microphone in my face, and I'm not even sure what I answered. All I know is that that if you see me online and I look confused, it's because I don't know what he's talking about. And I was like, okay. And I went to look it up, and sure enough, there's someone asking questions to Elsie who's just like, ah. Uh, like both Ooh. she and you were with Anna, right? Both of yeah. you guys were like, we don't have no idea what you're talking about. But anyway, that's the only reason I knew anything even happened. All this to say to give you the on the ground perspective of podcast movement, which to me felt very great. Like it was amazing. Yeah, completely unaffected by drama. Exactly. We were not connected. I wasn't online. even on the floor. No idea it was happening. 
I have no idea. We didn't know half the stuff was yeah. happening. It seemed like the online world was having a, a reaction to things that I ha- we had no idea about, at least in the show floor. Not until later. Right. It was delightful. It was really great. So tell me about your meetings and stuff. We had a lot of meetings with sponsors that went very well. We went up to see Spotify. Um, Megaphone oh, is going to sponsor She Podcast, so we're really excited about that. Yay! And um, I know. Yay, Megaphone. They had their own little space set up. I guess it was at one... It probably would have been a, bro- a breakout room on the second floor. And Podcast Movement used all the second floor breakout rooms for companies to have meetings so we went to go see them it was like a square and in each section there were like little living rooms like a couch and two chairs and like kind of like a wall almost like a cubicle but halfway so we went in we sat down and there was a cricket there was a cricket and it was loud and no matter what we talked about which was i mean it was really fun and we caught up and actually our contact there Brittany grew up with Margie's son or stepson oh or something gosh. like that. Like they went to co- they went to high school together, which is so really cute. interesting. Yes, wow. I know. And but then the whole time I'm just like, listen, I've heard every word you say, but also when we're done here, I'd like to find that cricket and beat the hell out of it, if you don't mind. Well you know that if you would have done that, there would have only been another one right behind it. In fact, there might have been know. hundreds of them well, so that's when I found out there were there was a plague of crickets outside because this was Wednesday. And so I didn't find out till I went to the Lipson party that there was like a raining down of, of like, like a plague, like a Passover plague of crickets. It was like a plague. It was like the Old Testament. It was it was frightening. Just imagine there is no exaggeration here, folks. No, it was completely covered in crickets, both dead and alive everywhere, like everywhere in all the places and i mean we have flooding here all the time and there ain't no crickets and then somebody tried to tell me it was cicadas and i was like listen i live on the east coast i know about cicadas okay these bastards aren't cicadas because they've got the legs cicadas don't they have wings but they don't look like a cricket no crickets are yeah. different and they're noisy and they're assholes and this particular cricket obviously had an attitude problem. Luckily, Brittany said she found it the next day and very happily and satisfyingly smushed it with her own shoe. Oh, okay. Like, All right. This is one well, of those well, few great. times that I was just like, I wish I could have been there. Because normally I don't okay. like to kill animals, but this one had it coming. Well, there was many. There were many. There were many. Anyway, Ugh. continue on. Anyway. What other things? What other fun so, okay. things? Okay. So that was really neat that they had their own little living rooms up there. That was very cool. I did not really get to see. So also I was I was planning on going with a knee scooter, not realizing until I got to Dallas that a knee scooter, when you have a knee problem, is not the thing because you have to lean on the knee in order to scoot. It's the stupidest thing ever invented. Unless you have a foot ish injury, that's when you use a knee scooter. So instead I had to rent... A mobility scooter. So I had my own driving. She was beep beeping. Scooter. She was beep beeping around. But the saddest part, horn was broken. So I didn't even get the full meep meep capability. Just the oh. stupid part. Just the part where I look stupid, injured, and fat. Other than that, it was perfect. And actually, it went really fast. You were able to like really do it up, you know, back it up and turn it. You I, turn it. And I mean, I quickly became a good driver of the you scooter. You did. 
And uh, there was nuance, too, because on one hand, you had to go. Uh, with the other hand, you could dial it up the speed. So I would slow down if there was a crowd, and then speed up to get through, then slow down to get in the elevator, then speed up all the while, you know, steering and stuff. I'm actually, I'm a very good driver. So it was good. That part was good because my knee remained uninjured. Ego, however, severely bruised. Right. Um, except for one time when Rockwell Felder, and thank you, Rockwell, told me that I looked cute in it, then I felt better. So thank That's you. That's so sweet. I'm not sure it's true, so but it did make me feel better. Good. To be riding around in it because I was, it was humiliating for, for the most part. It was pretty embarrassing, I thought. Um, what else? Okay. So the Libsyn party. Amazing. Yes. That was probably my favorite part of the trip was the Libsyn party. Oh, that's um, so sweet. Except you had to climb up all the stairs that ever stared. Five flights of stairs. It was crazy. And Seriously, was people. was so worried about me, but I was okay. Was it fine. was like one of those things where you you invite your friend to come along on a journey with you and you think you're going to take care of them. And you're like, come here. Like, do you have fun? Everything's going to be okay. I'll take care of you. We're just, you're just going to sit down. And they're like, the party is in the 80th floor and there's no elevator. And I'm like, right. And she was like, fuck me. But it was fine because, again, I'm, I I just didn't want to re-injure it. It's only it's, – it, it's, right. he seems to be, you know, getting better. But um, anyway, so, yeah. So Five Flight Sisters, then she sat me down and she brought me food and she brought me drinks. And, drinks. and then she disappeared, which – only because I can assume that I seemed fine because people just kept – like I, like a Moscow mule came by and I, it was the most amazing Moscow mule. Then I had Moscow mules with John Lee Dumas and Kate was there and we drank for a little while. Then Lori, the C, the COO of Libsyn sat down with me. Sarah was on the other side. Lori was, and I mean, I didn't have to move. Thank goodness I didn't have to pee. I just sat <gasps> in the middle of a circle the whole That's time right. she while was people came court. and sat down. It was like the most, yeah, holding court, but not even like. That makes it sound like I'm some kind of person that people are trying to sidle up to. And I think that was all just a coincidence. But like, <laughs> I was really happy that I got to sit and have girl time with Sarah and Lori because I've never, I've only met Lori maybe once. And I certainly didn't get to have fun like that with her before. So it was so yeah. much fun. It was the most was. fun party. And I hung out lots with Tony. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Lurko? Lyco? Like, how do you say Lacan? his last name? Yeah, Lycon. L I C O N, yeah. I should ask him. I should ask him. But Tony, Tony's a doll. I love He's Tony. He's a doll. He's in charge He's of so um, advertising there, brand advertising, I think. Yeah, but he's like, he's in the product end of it, though. It's not the front facing, let's get people in, into sales. it. He's not sales. He's in development. No, you're right. Correct. Correct. Yeah. He's in the product end of it, like designing the systems and all of that part mm, of it. Very interesting. So, so, yeah, yeah. Yes, but he is also a doll. I, for whatever reason, told him things I've never told anyone in my life within like oh my 10 God. minutes of us sitting down and talking to each other. I guess I must have had a few by then. But um, And the food was mind. great, too. The food was yeah, great, too. Yeah, she brought me food. Okay, wait. So this was the coolest food idea for your next party, y'all. It is Caesar salad that you shove into a taco made of Parmesan cheese, like a Parmesan yeah, cheese Yeah, I have a picture of it. Yeah, I took a picture too. What a brilliant idea. Not suits, the tastiest yeah. taco, but definitely cool looking. It was a lot very of cheese. It was neat. very salty. I, I loved it. But I mm -hmm. do. we do believe both you and I thought it was a little bit too salty, mm -hmm. I think. But it was a great idea. Yes, a Parmesan cheese taco, a little salty, but delicious. And then, <laughs> but delicious. Um, 
but delicious. And then the rest of the the rest okay. of the time was like being at the booth. People loved our booth. They kept coming over and telling us other people were sending them over. That's so. We were good. joking that it was. Did you hear the joke about the booth? No. It was a gold curtain with our big yes. logo, and then it said "Undeniable" in a big neon light. And and our team was joking that it was a lady boner in a sea of flaccid penises. <laughs> and by flaccid penises, we don't mean how many men were at the event, although <gasps> there were many. It was mostly about the different booths. Like our booth was next to Pod Chaser, which also had the brilliant idea of neon light and and glitter curtain. And then the rest of the place was just you know. Just, you know, normal tech It was very neutral. No, no, no. There were some very well thought out boots. Some of them are very, like the iHeart area was very neutral and like light pink and beige or, It looked like a home. Yes, it looked like a home. I saw them building it and they were like framing, they had framed some of the podcast artwork and they were hanging it over what was supposed to look like a hearth. They built a hearth. Yeah, they had a whole entire... Yes. yes. But I'm talking about the hundreds of other booths that were just, right. you know, like the normal black curtain yes. with banner and giving out. The background. And you know what? And the, I didn't get a yeah. chance to get any swag. Was there any good neither swag Neither did there? I. Okay. So neither of us know. If those of you who are watching, can you tell us any swag whatsoever that you saw or your favorite swag? I heard you could get one piece of swag that was like really cool. I think that was also iHeart, but I can't remember. Weirdly, you were next to what I have heard on social because, you know, that's where you get the scoop. That pod chaser had the best T-shirts. They designed. are the softest, most wonderful. Just put it over your pillow and use it as no, a No, the design of them, love. not the best as in like oh, touching them. Oh, I didn't them. even notice. The design of them, not the touching. I didn't hear about the T-shirts softness i i did see pictures of it and the design was really cool it was very psychedelic very much like who is that band that smokes pot which one? Oh, sorry the one that everybody travels around grateful dead grateful dead yes so it was very grateful dead like with lots of why are you laughing at me who's that band that smokes pot and i'm supposed to just know which one but the fact that I got Grateful Dead after she was like, everybody travels. Like, that was four words. It was like playing Password. And I won. Clearly, I won. <laughs> I know. After Who's that band that smokes pot? I'm like, you mean every band in the history of rock and roll? You mean that one? Psychedelic. It could have been. I was going for Big Brother and the holding company because that was Janis Joplin's band. And I'm like, oh. they have really, they used to have really psychedelic. I think I'm sure most bands had very psychedelic stuff also, happening. Also, not a good clue. But um, <laughs> it's true. But you got it. Listen, I, I would suck at all of those games. I would be the suckiest. And yet, somehow, if we played together, I have a feeling we'd win. Yeah, I would never be able to be the guesser, though. I would never guess ever. It would just be like never. Someone text me something that I'm supposed to make her guess with the password. And well, no, I don't even have my and see if I can make her guess. All right. We have content, though. Yeah. One day we will have to do this just for fun today, though. And okay. yeah, we're, you're going to have to. Yeah, we're going to have to do it. And then we're going to see. We're going to press plus that press that for charity. Or okay. Something. I'm into that. That's I think we're going to do a terrible it. idea. Okay. 
I do want to tell you about this one lunch, and it's going to be fast, but it's okay. a very interesting concept. Okay, so I did a panel where I guessed... Well, we were supposed to give feedback after 30 seconds of listening to the show. Okay. There were about five, and then... Um, after the panel, I went to the sports bar for lunch and, and a couple of the contestants walked by and I asked them oh. to sit with us and chit chat. And as we were talking, he said, you know, people keep asking me, like, who are you with? Who are you with? And I just keep saying, I'm just with me, man. I'm just me. And I was like, hold on. People are asking you, who are you with? That's so bizarre to me at a podcast show. That this show, the thing they're asking him the most often is not, what's your show, but who are you with? Don't you think that's interesting? Who are you with as in like, who's representing you? As in, are you with Amazon? No. As in, which enormous company are you with? Oh. Who are you with? Are you with? Very interesting. Yes, I thought so because, mm. you know, originally and even in our show and at PodFest, people ask, what's your show or what do you yeah, podcast what, yeah, about? Yeah, what's your show or, about? What do you, yeah, no one ever says, who are you with? And he said that's the one question he was being asked more than any other. And it made me think, like, perhaps that's what this show, by starting Evolutions, which is meant to be more industry focused, yeah. I wonder if both of them now are... At least attendee-wise, attendees are going to meet other colleagues and not necessarily other podcasters. Could be. I thought that was an interesting distinction because that's not the case at our show. We want people to come and meet other podcasters and collaborate on each other's shows, not necessarily positions within a company or even that work for a company, although some will be there, of course. And we're excited to have everyone. Outside of that, too, though, that is more collaborative in nature where you get to know people and then you go like, oh, you're with Amazon. Oh, that's so cool. What do you do? Like, it's not a it's not the leading conversation. Right. Yeah. Right. Who are you with? I'm with Crooked Media. Last year we produced X, Y and Z or this year we're getting into storytelling or it's a totally different conversation than what's your show? Well, I've been podcasting about. I don't know, being a single mom or right, yeah. the whole conversation is different. Right. This person says PM has always been more industry focused than other conferences, but now I bet it's even more. I mean, it hasn't always been industry focused. That's that's a relatively new thing. At first, it did have a, a solid base of entrepreneurial podcasters. Right. But most of those podcasters do not work for it still to this day. The first people that were there, like Cliff Ravenscraft, John Lee Dumas, like Pat Flynn, Jamie Tardy, like those people still don't work for other companies. They still only work for themselves. They're Mm -hmm. still entrepreneurs. It was very business focused, but not podcast business focused, but business business focused, online business focused. I think that the change happened, I guess, after Serial, maybe 2015, 2016, it was very industry focused, I think. Yeah, right around there. That's when we were in Chicago. A little, yeah. a little more on the on that the side. The Chicago one started to get a little businessy, and then I think it's changed. Anaheim, I don't know. It's changed since then. I don't recall Philadelphia. That was twenty eighteen. That I was fun. That I remember. Was, yeah, that one wasn't too industry. Fun. I mean, so maybe it's only been the last two years. You know, the, in the last two years, they've all started buying each other up. So it was like. I know. Oh, like, that's right. In 2019, all of them were separate. Simplecast had its own thing, and Wondery, and 
Spreaker, they were all separate companies. And then they just started buying each other. And now I think because of that, there's six, you get six in one. Right. That's probably when it's like, who are you with? Well, I was with Panoply and then they went to Megaphone and then it was bought by Spotify. Maybe. And then she said, Jenny says, it's always felt like what you can you do for me versus the others where it feels more like fun to connect with other podcasters. The two I went to were Philadelphia and Orlando. I'm surprised you say that about Philadelphia, Jenny, because that's the show where I was the most drunk and the most like that was where not all through the show, but like that's where they had that ridiculously enormous karaoke party. And I felt like the whole world was there. Uh, singing karaoke with one another. It felt very podcastery and not businessy. Orlando, for sure, though. Not necessarily what can you do for me, but definitely who are you with? And I will say that I've heard that about podcast movement before, that people look at you, look at your badge, see what you do, who you're with, where you're from, and then decide if it can't... If it can't further their conversation somehow. Right. Yeah. Then then they just forget to talk about talking to you, which is not nice. Yeah, Totally. It does feel a, a little bit like that. Does sure. it feel that way? Or is it more about like how you feel when you don't have anything? Sometimes, and I'm not saying this about you, Jenny, specifically, but like, is it more like you don't feel like you have something relevant to offer? Therefore, you worry that the other person is like, oh, you can't further me. Therefore, you're not important. Like, is that a perceived? That is one thing. But also the other thing is that people are actually actively doing that when they go to the conference, which is... So some of the certain industry or business people are really there in order to do something specific for their companies or mm -hmm. for themselves. And therefore, it's very keyed in. It's like, I need to meet so-and-so. I need to talk to whatever. I need to go to that booth. I need to talk to these people so that yeah. they can get whatever they're selling. And I'm not selling, you know, right. whatever aspect of their business sold or whatever. I mean, Jenny, you're right. They're probably not your people, but... Or maybe it's just that you're getting that because you had a lot of meetings that had to do with very centered around She Podcast Live and they were sponsorship based, right? That That's the kind of conversation and the reason that She Podcast went to podcast movement deliberately and had a booth. Now, as an attendee that maybe is just starting out. There's, you know, you going into watch sessions and to learn as much as you can to maybe learn how to use, let's say, dynamic ad insertion technology. You don't know what that is. And you're going in looking to do that or how to market your podcast. And you're looking to do those kinds of things. I think that with PM, it's less about I'm going to show up and be with each other. <laughs> I think that happens sometimes. Yeah. But it's more tactical. It's more like we got to go do these things. Like this time I had yeah. I had meetings the entire time, which is by choice. I I decided to do it this way this time. Who are you meeting with? Who's meeting with I met with, with you? a lot of like I had a one on one that I put out like uh, people could sign up and meet with me. Your director of community, right? Yes. Who's meeting with you and what do they need? Predominantly. So I met an incredible amount of amazing producers from Africa, like the entire, like not Ooh, the I entire Africa, like not all of them. Somehow they all from Africa just sought you out. Just you're just like a an lot Africa of them, magnet. Those because of community building. And, and so we talked a lot about communities, touch base I with love them, that, by the way, was able to then start like to me, it was really about 
tapping into folks that either needed to be amplified in some way, we could collaborate in some way together, we could expose them to more people to know what they are doing. And also, there's a lot of people that know all kinds of incredible things that often don't get an opportunity to teach, to let people know what they're doing, because it's so you know, U.S. centric. Did you seek them out, though, or did they seek you out? They seeked me out. There's a lot of people who did seek me out specifically, and I met some incredible folks. I mean, it was amazing. I love that. I'm just amazed that they know to like I know I'll find the community director of Libsyn because this or perhaps it was just because it's you and you happen to be the community director. I love the communities that I serve, and I make sure that people know that my sole reason for being in the podcasting space is to mentor people who often are not given the the mic. Oftentimes, I like yeah. to put them in, give them, open the room for them, be able to get them on stuff. So that's my whole thing. That's what my bio says. You and Lori have that in common. So you come meet me. They know that it will it will happen. Yes. So that reminds me, and we don't have to start planning it now. But I would like to go to Africa and meet the African podcasters, the women African yeah. podcasters. And I know that we talked to so the much. event planner of their, they had, I think it was a virtual event, although I don't remember if it was in person there's or not. There's Africa Podfest. And then there's- Is that the one that Africa we Africa Podfest is, that's a beautiful event. And I did meet her. We met her online. Do you remember we had a chat with someone online that was- in charge of a maybe it wasn't you maybe it was jen one of us with me met <laughs> met okay. an event planner i think it was virtual but she but yeah i told her i wanted to help promote their event next time and she said there were people that are from all over africa that participate yeah. and i was just like well i'm gonna we have to go do one a she podcast live there maybe it's my dream to go to africa though did you know that no, it I did not know that. It used to be Paris, but in the last 10 years, it's changed <laughs> it's to Africa. Africa. It is amazing. It, is. I, it sounds bizarre, but I, because there's no, there's no spiritual or religious particular reason. I just, every time I see Africa on television, I'm like, I have to go there. I need to see the animals. I want to meet the people. I think it was actually, I started teaching English as a second language like years ago. I did it for a little while. And that's when I was like, I'm going to go volunteer in Africa and teach English as a second language. But like, you actually need like a teaching degree, which is such bullshit. I clearly speak in the English. <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe I can get a certificate or something. I've taught it before. I have lessons in everything. It wasn't for Africans. It was Chinese people. But they learned quick. So therefore, I'm good. Oh One instance, God. they wanted to know colloquialisms like, what's up, dog? Or like... I taught them, they wanted to, so I gave them a few and like one of them was like, what's shaking bacon? What's kicking chicken? That Those kinds of things. And then one of them would always greet me with, what's bacon chicken? Oh my <laughs> God. Like, oh my what's God. bacon with you? I know it's so cute. Oh my okay, God. Anyway, sorry. Um, I get, I that means put... you're funny, but I'm over it now. It's like, <laughs> because I wanted to talk about these people that I met and you right, like started me. talking about tell yourself. Me. You're right. So why did you say that a while ago? Okay, because sorry. you kept going. It's hard to stop I'm you excited. in the middle of it. So Josephine Karyanjahi, I hope I said your name. If not, I will learn how to how to say it properly from Africa Podfest. So I'll put a link in the show notes. They did a phenomenal job because I've watched their account for a long time. 
I told her this too. It's super intentionally curated. It is beautiful. It has one of the most incredible like set designs that I've ever seen for especially an online component conference, right? Gorgeous. Wait, so it was an in-person design. conference. It was an in-person, but also I believe they also had a virtual component, which was live streamed. But the live stream part of it wasn't like how you guys are watching us right now. It's not like two people talking kind of thing and in a Zoom call. It was just a beautiful, beautiful, beautifully laid out. Um, I also need to follow up with Gathoni Nugumba. I think that that's how you say. It. And I, again, I'm going to learn how to say these names. And she is part of Afripods. And her entire goal is to unify. This is a massive like endeavor. Unify the continent entirely. All the podcasters together, which is I feel like I've met her before. Pretty amazing. That so, concept sounds very familiar to so me. So amazing. And okay. there's just so much. I mean, so many more people like from Black Love. I met Crystal from Black Love. They are not in Africa. They are in the United States. Um, and she is one of the head podcasting person for BlackLove.com, which is the one that produces Black Love for the own network and they have some incredible podcasts that are part of their Exciting. stuff. So that was again, a, like a brilliant producers, creators, just all kinds of really fun stuff. I also did get a chance to sit down with Kate Erickson for the very first time. That was really You're fun. Joking so, for the first time for the very, like one-on-one, -on -one, just she and I, Wait, was so that we at got, the party? No, to, like we actually had a meeting. Like you had a meeting with, Kate I had Erickson? a meeting with her. Yes. Dude. I, I love that. I know. I, so we I'm got overjoyed. To... I have loved her for so much. Her and John both. It's the most dichotomous thing in the world. Yeah. So then, so Kate and I sat down. Also, Erica Mandy and I sat down and chatted oh, a little bit too with a meeting with I her. I didn't even get to see Erica Mandy. She was in and out. And then I also got to sit down finally with Araceli Rivera, who is the, I would say she's a co-founder doing a lot of the things for Via Podcast. Uh, Melvin's child, daughter, and so she does all of the Via Podcast stuff. And Via Podcast, if you do not know, it is sort of like the pod news, but in Spanish. But it's not like pod news because it really centers all podcasting news in Latin America and in Spanish, which is, I mean, it's an amazing newsletter, really, truly. And she uh, does the majority of that as well as the day. I think they do a daily podcast as well with it she's a phenomenal phenomenal person like okay, just so amazing all these links are going to be in the show notes so yes. don't try and write them down as elsie's talking just just bask in the awe and bask the glory in the awesomeness so of what she's saying i got a chance to really connect with some key people that so to me i got a lot out of it because i have so much as community as somebody who loves community and and wants to to continue to bring even more eyes and ears into everybody's work and collaborate and give and make sure that everybody is connected in the right way. And like all of that stuff, my cup overfloweth. I, I had so much content. It's crazy. I now am jealous of your podcast movement experience. I never thought I would say it. I never it was thought amazing. I would say it. People asked me where you were. And I said, she's around because you weren't <laughs> at the booth. And people were crazy. confused because you're always at the booth. I was so, exactly. I'm all, but I, I was at the booth like literally maybe 30 minutes to 45 minutes the entire time I was there.
And I did miss out on the bumping into people part, like in the, oh, that's, you know, in the ones that you don't even know are there or that you get to know because they come by the booth. So I did miss that. Although I did get a chance to go to the Buzzsprout booth and hang out with those folks because they're so great. So Kevin and Albin, I got a chance to kind of chat with them for a little bit. That was awesome. And I also took a lot of the content, a lot of the meetings that I had, I recorded because I'm using a new piece of gear, which I'm going to, I I wanted to bring it over, but I don't have it with me here. So uh, what I used at the conference was the Shure MV88 Plus, and I got it specifically so that I could travel with it and to capture content. And I loved it. It's, I loved it. It has now replaced my traveling gear. When I go, like if when I travel to Pittsburgh, I'm not going to bring anything for a microphone other than that. That's all I'm bringing as a microphone. I'm going to be testing the crap out of it. It is a phenomenal investment. I got two people to buy them on the spot when they saw me carrying it around. You're welcome, sure, because it is <laughs> it is such you owe a us great... now three hundred dollars. She's going to keep carrying it around, and it's just going to rack up from there. Hope you don't mind. <laughs> it's like two hundred and fifty dollars or something, but it is worth every penny. Yes, because it's for audio and for video. I love it. So the MV eighty eight plus. So how is it different? From the M7 says So the MV7 is, as you see, it is this microphone. The MV88 Plus is a tiny little microphone that you stick on. It can be a USB microphone, but it really shines as a mobile device. And so it's for creating video. You're, and it has all of these incredible patterns for recording when you are not in the studio. So now that is my travel thing. The end. It is my travel thing. No more of the other one. This is the one now. This is the one now. LC's tooltips. LC's tooltips. That's right. Hey, do you, let's see if we can show it on screen so people see what it looks like. Well, while she's doing that, I want to tell you about a multilingual podcasters meetup September 15th at 6 p.m. Don't forget about that. We'll have links in the show notes that also our show, She Podcast Live this fall. Listen, it's coming. It's listen, like 45 days listen. away. In fact, when you listen to this, it'll be 40 days away. 40, 40 days. You have to get your ticket. Days away. You have to get, get your ticket. It will sell out. Our hotel is close to selling out because people love to buy hotel rooms without buying tickets, therefore making me wonder how many people <laughs> will be there. <laughs> it's okay. I forgive. I'm a forgiving person. I just want you to come to the event. ShePodcastLive.com. Let me see you. Let me see you. We got to have you. We got to have you. All right. It looks like it's ready. It is here. It is here. Yeah. So this one, see, it says one ninety nine. although I just checked on it. So it is this tiny little micro. It usually, oh, you know what it is? It's because this is just the microphone, whereas I have the kit. So the microphone itself is just this. You can actually stick it. Obviously, you can put it into your little device, into, into something like this that you see into a tripod uh, and whatnot. But what I got is the entire business. So this is just the microphone itself. I want to see if you can see the actual kit. Do they have the kit connected in here? Okay. This is what I got. 
So the kit is this little doodad where you can actually put the microphone on top of the little tripod. It comes with a little tripod and you can just record directly like this, right? Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. you can have this part here, which this little part in the middle is where you put your phone and you can attach Wait. the phone to it. So you for can- video. For video, yeah, for video recording. But there's also, I wonder if like, see that? Look at this that. is me. I'll tell you this, what. If, this was me. If, if I was, if I left this planet 10 years ago <laughs> and was frozen and came back in time and saw this thing, I would think that you were a real broadcaster. That is oh, a, yeah. no, because, so because I've seen my dad used to work at, you know, NBC News or whatever, and he had the big cameras. And this is almost like a futuristic version of what news ca- so men good. carried around. It looks so cool. It is amazing. And so what I didn't know, it, it's got two apps. So it has the video app and it has an audio app. So you do not like in this picture right there that you think, let me see if I can tap on that right here. This is the audio recorder app. So you can put the thing in front of you and you can have, you can record a conversation with somebody else using just this and it actually records it on the app and the app itself, you can set the polar pattern. So you can have it be directly just straight to you. Like if it's a one-on-one and I just want Jessica's voice, you can set it so that that pattern is only grabbing Jess's audio. You can also turn it sideways and have the polar pattern be a directional based on the interview process. So Jess is on one side, I'm on the other side, and we can both get really clear audio based on the way that it's set up. You can actually put that hardware or that those settings inside the microphone and then you take that microphone and stick it into the computer and it holds that polar pattern. It is so good, Jess. I don't even know what to say. I recorded using the USB microphone. I did the USB mic and then I did uh using just recording straight into the into the phone video and audio so I tested it out so you can and have I it all up at once you can do video impressive. because that just showed the I guess audio waves so you that's can right do... that was the okay. audio so if you you can just record audio if you want or there's a video app you open the video app and that's set up for the video so it's a sure video app though not it's your a own sure video camera. app correct that's so, very cool that they yes. allow you to have all the things happening at once and both things so you I can want either one it's so good but who so would good. I record with? Because where do I go? Nowhere and with no one. Right. You're the only person I've ever recorded on the move with. And like, right. you already have it. But if you're thinking of starting something local or wanting to go to, you know, like there are a lot of you out there who do recordings with people who don't have set up whatsoever. And yep. they're like, you know, or you're trying to get wisdom from older people and stuff. This is like your perfect thing. It is the perfect thing. And they aren't really paying us, but they should, but they're not. They, t- they should. That's right. They're not. If I, if I have to say this now, when it comes to, again, mobile podcasting, let's say I'm traveling across country and I need to record my podcast on the go. Uh, my first go-to would have been to get the Samsung Q2U, which is cheaper it, for, from, a, you know, it's like $60, 60, $70. And I would, I could take that. Mind you, it's a bigger microphone, right? It's, it's larger. It's a little bit like you have to, it it takes up a lot of stuff. But now knowing what I know now, I would get that video app thingy-majigger. It's so light. This was the other bonus, Jess. It's so light. Like I I put it in my pants pocket and it was just hanging there. 
And it didn't feel like my pants were going to fall down because usually, you know, sometimes when you put something big in your pocket, your pants feel like they're going to fall down. First of all, my pants always fall down because I have no (laughs) butt and I'm all belly. So like my (laughs) pants are constantly falling down. That said, if I do put a phone in my any phone. So are you saying it's lighter than the big the big boy cell phone? Because that's constantly making my pants fall down. Are you just saying that you can keep your pants up better than others? Yes. Mind you, if you're only using that microphone Absolutely. It's lighter than the phone. That said, if you add your phone to this gear, then it's obviously heavy because you're adding the phone to it. Right. So, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I have the, my phone is the mini it's the 13 mini. So it's perfect. It was so light. I don't know how you see it. I truly don't know how you see that. It is really small. And that's the other thing. Like I did go over to the shore booth because I wanted to make sure I got everything out of it that I possibly Mm -hmm. could. So I got a special one-on-one tutorial, which is why it's so great to go to these conferences when their vendors are there. So he talked me through all of the stuff, all the settings in the app and where to put it and how to put it and how to monitor it and what to look at the settings and all this stuff. I was just super impressed. Wow, that is a bonus of going to one of the conferences. You get a Yeah, it was. get like a personalized so tutorial on how to use the thing that's amazing it was amazing so cool. and so oh and it, then you wrap it up like when you travel you wrap it up like it's a little makeup case for your brushes it's that small oh speaking of which did they ever find your makeup case no i have to call oh, them I'm that so was my was a heartbreak you guys i lost she my lost. special makeup like my the makeup one like, bag with all the things, the one thing that you don't want to take, but you have to take because it's all you use. She yes. lost that. that. Listen, donations are being taken because, <laughs> you know, it's a, hundreds of dollars. It's hundreds because, of dollars because you save up for the one fucking yes. thing that you need. And I'm sure it's like 60 bucks. And then there's like four of those. Yeah. Oh, God, to have to replace so, it. Listen, just if you want to say- donate to the Elsie Makeup Foundation, send me a note. Or you can just send PayPal to Jess at she, info <laughs> at or Jess at ShePodcast.com. And um, I'll give it right to her, yeah. to her Sephora account. I'm keeping listen, a Sephora donation account It's for because I went, you know, th- we all have our own feelings about makeup. Everybody so has, you know. send her a gift card. Elsie at ShePodcast.com. Just send her oh a Sephora God. gift card. Come on. Listen, so I got... <laughs> I literally took years to pick the right, you know, I tested a lot of stuff. I finally found the exact makeup that I could put on. That is the type that I love. And I had it with me in that little bag. And it was the perfect three shades of lipstick. Because they should keep a list of what you have purchased. Yes. So so she can repurchase the same thing. And I'm only fundraising for her slightly as a joke because we all know how flippin' picky she is. I am super picky. Like I probably could if I lost my makeup case, I have at least two slightly as good replacements upstairs that I could use. In fact, I try to take the makeup that I don't mind losing for this exact reason. But like Elsie is so picky. This is why she has two of every item in the world, because only yes. two will do. Only two will do. You need to help her, please. I already replaced the one thing. It's like it starts with nude, nude something, nude. Oh, that's nude very sticks. helpful. Kind of like the band that smokes pot in a van. Very helpful. Which band is that? I don't know. <laughs> Which product starts with nude? Let's see. Is it Urban Decay? Is it NARS? Is it Selena Gomez? Those is are it naked. Fendi? I think no, that's yeah, naked. naked is 
No, but NARS is all about orgasm, so it's usually yes. flush or whatever, afterglow and shit like that. I think so. so it's called nude sticks. That's my favorite oh, as of now. Nude sticks, of course. I it's think, nude sticks. I know. And nude so sticks. I got some nude sticks that I, I got it because it was it's the best. It's the thing that makes my my skin look shimmery or not that's shimmery. Its own brand by the Dewey. way, nude sticks. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the stuff you use to be all glowy. Yes. I didn't know that. I use the glowy thing. Here. And mind you, they come in these. It, they're not in here, but this is the it comes in a little. Oh, I see. Thing. Nudie's glow. Nudie's glow. And then yep. get so it's so it's a little hard. It comes in here. And then check this out. When you open it up. It's got a cute little mirror on the inside. And again, I love the nude sticks because they're so light and natural and they just blend in and it just looks like you're not wearing anything, but you happen to just glow like you just happen to glow. Wait, so like this, you glow like this. You just happen to glow. All right. Oh, we're going to talk about YouTube and Twitter on an upcoming episode because they both like decided to go into... Okay. into podcasting, but we do need a little bit more time for that. I just want to shout out um, LWC Studios for adding Reka Murti as an advisory board yeah, person. Who I love Reka. I adore her. And also... And next- they'll be at She Podcast Live too, by the way. Not Reka, but Juleka. Juleka, yes. So the podcasting seriously, they have a space at Twitter Spaces every Wednesday... Every Wednesday, they have a Twitter Spaces for like about 30 minutes. I believe it's 4 p.m. Eastern. And I am slotted to go on on September 14th. And I will be talking about what else? Tools, tool tips, which not very many people talk about all the hardware and software that you need on a budget. And I will do it like all as in like a, a real quick immersive all things so that you all know. And I'll be talking about the MV88 plus and the MV7 and like all of the rest of the stuff. So I'll be breaking down how to do that on a budget and get the best recordings possible. Okay, we can't we can't get off yet because my mother-in-law is about to come in and she's been away for two days with a boyfriend. So we have to act like we're recording. She doesn't talk to me. So anyway, there was something else I wanted to tell you about the event while we were there. Oh, you guys, this is the one time that I saw Elsie. So she was in the hallway and she was recording a podcast, but she oh, started yes. laughing really loud. And then I was with five people and one of them goes, is that Elsie? And then we're like, and I'm way down the hall, but I know it's her because I know that voice. Yes. Right. So I go really loud. I go, Elsie. And she goes, <laughs> she looked like, like she was going to, if she could strangle me with her face, she would have. Yes. Okay. Like that's how she's okay. She's gone. We can go back to Lord. Okay. But okay. we have to finish the story really quickly and then oh, we close it up. Yeah. Okay. Well, so that was pretty much it. She basically looked like she wanted to kill me and I go, excuse me. And I, I was on. recording okay. a podcast episode at that time. In but anyway, the hallway, okay. because who, if they want total silence, you know what you do? Park by the elevator. That's what you do. Park by an elevator. If you want listen. total silence to record a podcast, like you don't listen. have a thousand other places you could go. I'm not bitter at all. It's fine. All right. Anyway. Bonnie says, because Elsie is picky, that's exactly why I buy what she mentions. Exactly, my friends. Oh, I have a couple other things I want to mention. Oh, my God. Okay. I want to to announce Sandy Gerard, EVP Programming of Crooked Media, is going to be one of our keynotes with Liz Dolan. 
She was what? Just, she was just named Adwe one of Adweek's 2022 <gasps> podcast execs of the year, and she's going to be at our event. Sandy, that's Gerard. amazing. I know. I'm so excited to have her. Her and Liz Dolan are going to do um, a workshop together about developing talent, even your own, which I think is going to be so cool. I love it. I know. I'm so excited. Oh, the other thing is we have narrowed it down and not looked at hotels there. But so far, I think I'm 85% sure that we are going to have 2023's event in San Diego. <gasps> yeah, it's either La Jolla or like by the marina. We're looking at one place, two places by the marina, one place downtown. And then also we are looking at one place. There was this place, Margaritaville. I don't think we're going to have it there. So I'm going to tell you, look it up. It's in Palm Springs. It's very kitschy, yeah. but it's almost as if they took like a days in and dressed it up with cute sayings. Like oh it's God. like... It's like not exactly what we're going for, but also it was cute. But this place that we're looking at, if you want to see, I can't believe I'm giving you this scoop. I shouldn't even tell you. If it's not there, you can't come after me because we don't know. But I'll give you the website. It's towncountry.com. If you want to take a look at it, it's in San Diego. My sister lives in San Diego and she was like, that's like right in the middle of like all these like you don't want it there. That's like all there's all strip malls and shopping there. And I was like, it's perfect. And she was like, but don't you want to like like in her head, she's picturing a wedding. Right. So she's like, there's nowhere to like go for a walk. I'm like, who the fuck has time to go for a walk? They're going to be imagine 600 women going to school for three days. OK, you want it to have a pool Good food and a pretty inside and maybe some things outside. They're not going on well, hikes. We could unless go it's on somewhere. San Diego is beautiful. You do want to go. Are we going to get to see mommy and poppy if we go to San Diego, though? Yeah, they gonna... will be coming. Okay. So I'll give them. I'll make sure that they can come. I'll have them be the keynote speakers. You want your mom and dad to do a keynote? Yeah. Uh, and then they event? could be they could do interview they even me. Do public speaking. They could interview me and then just say, like, how this is how we made this one. <laughs> First of all, I don't even know what to say, except your parents don't seem that public speaking-ish. But if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I can't imagine either one of them doing a TED Talk, either on their own or together. That said, they are both gorgeous and delicious and adorable. So I'm not against this idea. I just have a feeling they're against this idea. Also, yes. I wouldn't ask them to do any kind of show where they talked about how they made you. Once again, <laughs> one of the worst ideas you've ever had, even for yourself. Do you want your parents to be like, well, first we started off making out, but then, then one of us got frisky. We won't say which one. <laughs> and we knew Jesus was with us. On this journey, so we of course, went which for is it. why we I came for- out mommy, so beautiful and perfect. M- mommy, if you are watching this, I'm sorry. That was, a, <laughs> that was a, it's not appropriate or respectful to talk about how Elsie Escobar was made in the physical sense. Only that she's an angel, an angel from God Himself. <laughs> oh my brought God! To us all, we can do nothing but be grateful for her presence and impact on society. And I actually do mean <gasps> that, even though I sound. Like I'm being sarcastic. Her humor and ideas, we could do without those. But the rest, the heart, the soul, the impact and the intention, delightful. Truly delightful. 
Oh, my God. I didn't even get to see your children. I'm not that happy about that. I'm sure they're very happy about it. Well, they were doing busy things with daddy. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to She Podcasts. This has been episode 370. Please go to our website, ShePodcasts.com, for all the links we've talked about today. And there are many. You can also sign up for our event. We recommend that you do so now, not tomorrow, now, right now. ShePodcastLive.com. Do not miss your chance to be a part of this event. It is going to be amazing. We are going to be asking you, what is your show? What are you working on? How can we help you? What do you need to learn? How can we teach it to you? How can I support you? And here, let me feed you some strawberries, okay? That's what our (laughs) event's all about. ShePodcastLive.com. And we will see you next time. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at She Podcast. And for the love of God, go have a nap if you need it. Thank you so much for listening. Love you. Mean it. Bye.